10 major healing potions, 15 gold from your savings, crystal blade of the Draenei sword, 100 gold from your savings, crusader enchant for the crystal blade of the Draenei sword, 250 gold from your savings, slicing down that night elf rogue before he can gank you, priceless. There are some things gold can buy. For everything else, there's Welcome to For the Horde Radio. This is episode seven. Lucky seven. Thank you for listening. On today's show, we are going to talk about, you know it, Hollow's End. But we need the appropriate background music for this. So let's see what we got here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know it. I wouldn't do that to you. I would not do that to you. By the way, if you didn't recognize uh, the opening of that song, (laughs) you're too young, okay? We wouldn't do that to you here at For the Horde Radio. We will not subject you to that. We won't do that. But let's see, we need another piece. Is this not the most annoying thing you have ever heard? Oh my goodness. You understand why these these lunatics in these horror movies go around killing everybody because they got background music like this. Oh my god, no. No, no, we're not going to play that either. That's terrible. Why are background music so annoying? Here's another one. That's annoying. We're going to torture you. We're torturing you. See, it's Hollow's End episode, so we have to torture you. You see, this starts out very nice. Oh, my God, these kids. Oh, God. No. No. We probably play Alliance. No. No. Stop. Stop. Oh. Oh, that's just awful. Annoying theme music to horror movies. It works in a dark room with popcorn and you're watching a mad killer with a hockey mask, but otherwise it, it, it's not really working on the podcast here. We're going to we're gonna get serious. It comes a time in every podcast to stop fooling around and get down to business. We will do that here at For the Horde Radio. Here we go. This is the one. Yeah, that's the one. That's what we're going to use. It's got a little horde sound going, don't it? Yeah. All right. That's our background music, at least for this section. So, Hollow's End. First thing about Hollow's End, and we at For the Horde Radio here are going to take full credit for this. All right? We are taking absolute and full credit for this. You'll remember last episode, 
just one episode ago when we were talking about Brewfest, we said how Hollow's End is coming up, and that's great, it's it's fun, but it's usually the same old boring thing. Well, have you noticed that this time around, it's different. The Horseman is there. Oh yes, the Horseman. And we at For the Horde Radio are taking full credit for his being there. Obviously, someone from Blizzard listened to the last episode and said, you know what, Auntie Ed is right. Guys, we got pull all-nighters on this. We got to work 24-7 to put something new in here. She's right. Hey, you are welcome. Yes, we are taking credit for that. Of course we are. <laughs> you know what else we're going to take credit for? Having nothing to do with Halazen. Several episodes ago, I think even episode two or three, I had mentioned uh, the sheer bias of Blizzard to the board. And the one example I gave was of the Scourge Bane reward that the Paladins get at level 50 on the Blood Elf side. The Blood Elves get this Scourge Bane, did lovely damage against undead, like, gee, Paladins can't do damage against undead. Well, they have changed it, did you notice? A couple of patches ago, they changed it. Now it affects undead and demons. We'll take it. Get out to Outlands, that demons thing really comes in handy, let me tell you. You got demons everywhere out there. So you know what? We are taking credit for that, too. Look at this. Look at the power of the pod. Yes, and power to the horde. So, Hollow's End. I am enjoying the hell out of the horsemen. Can I tell you? I am enjoying this so much. I think it is so much fun, and I like it for a couple of reasons. Some people may think oh, that's stupid, although I don't know who, because every four hours when he shows up, let me tell you, we got a crowd happening at any one of the areas that he's supposed to come at, which, thank you, Blizzard, they learned their lesson with Brewfest, you think? They spread it out. They put it in Brill. They put it in Razor Hill. They got it somewhere over on the Blood Elf side. They got it spread out. And from what I understand, it happens at different times, slightly. It happens every four hours, but they're like each minute off. From what I understand, it's happening in Brill before it's happening over in Razor Hill. So they got it offset by like a minute or two in between each area. So, gee, maybe we won't crash the servers? Hmm, what a brilliant idea. So thank you for the Foresight Blizzard coming up with that because i think we all would have been really really upset if yet another new event happened and it crashed the servers and then they took it away again so that's the first thing i'm happy about the other thing i'm really happy about with this whole setup is anyone can do it a level one can do it a level 70 can do it and anyone in between can do it i am loving that that is so awesome i love to see stuff spread out i hate when it's higher level exclusive they do have a higher level exclusive if you want to go into the scarlet monastery and take the guy on yourself but otherwise this other event picking up a bucket of water and throwing it at a burning building hey anyone can do that anyone can participate and everyone gets the reward at the end including the incredible and awesome pumpkin heads oh yes pumpkin heads are we liking the pumpkin heads i'm loving it i love the pumpkin heads I love them because, well, they're just fun. <laughs> Come on. When else can you take a pumpkin and whip it at somebody? That's the other thing about the Horde. I don't know how much this goes down on the Alliance side. I don't know if anyone out there wants to tell me. But the Horde side, man, you get those pumpkin heads. You got pumpkin heads whipping around everybody. Total strangers are smacking you in the head with pumpkins. Here, have a pumpkin head. Whack! It's great. Although you do have these entrepreneurs who are trying to sell them. I have a pumpkin head here for our gold. See, here's the problem with that. You're selling them at the wrong time, people. You don't sell them now. You sell them later. You sell them in July. Here's the catch with that, though. And this happened, and it happened to me, 
and I'm sure it happened to other people, with the holly that you get during the Winter Veil deal. It ain't soulbound. It has no time limit. Like a couple of this other stuff, you know, duration, 14 days. You only had a certain amount of time with some of this stuff. The rest of it, the, the pumpkin heads, no time limit, no soulbound. They are sellable. Here's where it's cool, and here's where it can backfire on you, though. You stock up, let's say, on your pumpkin heads. Look at World of Warcraft teaching you how to play the stock market. Because this is essentially what it is. You save this product up, and you wait several months, and then you go to sell it for a hefty profit. Because by this point, you're thinking, gee, no one else has got these, or very few people have kept their pumpkin heads. I'm going to sell them and make a little mint here. The problem is, in July, no one is looking for them. No one is looking. They get thrown into the misc area. No one looks for them. So you got to kind of take the off chance that someone's going to be thumbing through the misc for kicks and giggles. I do that sometimes. Just to see what people are selling that got thrown into the misc. And if they come across your pumpkin heads, go, oh, yeah, I remember those. Oh, okay, I'll buy them. You're, you're, you're taking that chance. Because it backfired on me with the holly. <laughs> you got to tell you. I saved up my, my holly. I got 20 hollies. And they never have sold. I've tried them randomly throughout the year. Trying to sell a couple here and there. Nope. Nobody's looking for them now. Unless you stand there and trade and go, I'm selling 20 pumpkin heads for X number of gold on the auction house now. By that point, people don't care. What I recommend, if you are stocking them up and you have no luck down the line selling them, look, get your holly, get your pumpkin heads in July, get your, you know, turn your mount into a reindeer, put that pumpkin head on, and just walk around for fun. That's pretty much what I'm going to do. We'll get into the Winter Vale stuff at a, at a later show. This is about Hollow's End, and I kind of got sidetracked with the pumpkin heads, but they're cool. And yes, horrid players will just go around total strangers and throw a pumpkin head at them. You don't have a pumpkin head. Whack! Just give them one. I don't know if they do that in the Alliance. Probably not. They're probably hoarding all their pumpkin heads, aren't they? But I am liking the horsemen. A guild mate and myself <laughs> decided, for fun, we would go into Scarlet Monastery and check out the horseman himself. She is a 65 priest. My main is a 70. So we say, hey, let's just go and see what this guy's all about, just for fun. And she had a quest that she shared with me. What I did also like about this was you could complete the quest without having to summon the horseman. The quest was over before you summoned him. This is done for a reason, I think. We summoned the horseman. It was not pretty. It was not pretty at all. He walked up to our priest and said, hey, look, I have no head, and she died. And then I was next. It was not a pretty sight. Uh, we had our we had our asses handed to us pretty much by this guy. Uh, we, we barely got a good look at him before we were down. Note to sell, have a bigger group before going in to face the horseman. But to those of you who have faced him and who have defeated him, good for you. Grats to you. Good job. Because this guy looks like a tough bugger. Granted, it was just the two of us kind of wandering in. Didn't have no clue what to expect. And we didn't do it again because we weren't going to tempt fate again and have a higher repair bill. Although, and here... See, you may have noticed, I went off from my norm slightly in the beginning. I didn't do an opening story this time. I have a story, but as it was happening, it didn't seem like opening story material. It was one of those hindsight things. Sometimes you know, oh, this is definitely this. I'm, I'm talking about this. Get the guys, you know, get their names, get their guilds, everything. This wasn't going down as it was happening as an opening story. 
until after it was over. And by that point, I didn't get the guy's name. I didn't get the guy's guild. So I have no name, no guild to call out here. So I hang my head in shame on this. But I am going to tell you the story because it's a good story. And it ties into Hollow's End, my little guild. And when I say little, I'm not being cute. I mean, we're little. <laughs> we barely make up a five man here. Our very, very little guild decide we're going to do South Shore. We're going to get them stink bombs. We're going to go into South Shore. We're going to do this quest. Now, I already had brought up our 65 priest. Also in our we group, there was my adorable little alt who, if you looked on the website, you saw him in his cute little yodel outfit. Well, he was about a 53 pally. And we had a warlock and a hunter, both level 44-45. So we go into South. We, we sneak around the back. If, if you've done this, I had never done done the stink bomb quest before ever i've been around for several this is my third hollow's end and i've never done the stink bomb quest usually because i never found a group and i don't like pugging it and just it never happened it was one of those things like eh, who cares so this was my first time doing it i was very excited we go in we sneak around the back we go in now the guards aren't much to squawk at at least for the most part what i did notice and this is something i've never experienced because this isn't usually something i do i'm not a huge pvp -er. I, I've said this before, it's just not my thing. I do it occasionally. I haven't done it in a very long time. Other than the occasional raid on the crossroads. But otherwise, I I'm, I don't look for it. It's just not something I, I really get into. You can get into PvP. On a side note here, you really can. You can get really hooked on it. Because it can be a lot of fun. The battlegrounds can be a lot of fun. You know, taking on towns like that can be a lot of fun. But it's more fun with a group. Let's put it that way. It is a lot more fun. And especially with a group of people you know. It's a blast. It really is. And that's probably why the Alliance do it all the time. We think they do it because they're jerks, which, well, they are. But anyway, it can be a lot of fun occasionally. All the time, no. So PvP is really not, I haven't done it in a very long time. We go in, of course the guards trigger, and they're nothing really to squawk at because they're level 44. But what I noticed was they started, like, appearing out of nowhere. Literally, just starting, they materialize next to me. Like, where the hell did you come from? I don't know, is that normal? I really don't know. Is that, like, a normal thing to happen? Does it happen in Torin Mill when the Alliance attack? Do they suddenly get, like, guards appearing out of nowhere? Probably not. Probably doesn't happen. But so they, they, the guards were, they were, um, there were a few lower level alliance, 20s, 30s, even like one or two 40s. Also, nothing to squawk at in our little group. All in all, we would have been fine until someone on the alliance sent out the call and called in their level 70 warrior to come over. A night elf level 70 warrior. He shows up. Needless to say, between the guards, the added annoyance of the younger crowd, you get enough of them on you, and in addition to the NPCs, in addition to a big level 70 warrior, you got yourself a problem. We had ourselves a problem. We got totally wiped. Couldn't even throw a bomb. Totally wiped. Yeah, and then they start corpse camping. I say, okay, do you want me to get my main? Do you want me to bring her in? And a chorus of big capital letters of YES answered me. So I drop him off, pick up my main, haul her over there. She's a hunter. Hunters, by the way, are another topic for another time. We're going to talk about hunters, though, and, and classes in general, but that's later. I bring her in. This guy, who is now flagged, we're, we're standing across. I don't know if you, you've ever gone to South Shore. I'm sure many of you have. 
There is a part across the river from South Shore, a little plateau of land, which is a nice gathering point, by the way. You want to, like, kind of group up and sneak in that way. Couldn't figure out if there was a better way to get in. I think that was the best way to get in. So we're, we're, they're, they're grouping. At this point, they have unflagged, and they're just kind of waiting, and my main shows up. Okay. And surprisingly, no other 70s had showed up on their side, which made me happy. Now, I'm looking at the 70 warrior, thinking to myself, and I think I said it, no, I did say it aloud. I said, I'm going to be a grease spot, and nobody's going to know where I was. See, this is why I really didn't consider this to be opening story material, because, well, I'll tell you the story first, and then I'll continue with that thought. Because he's a warrior. Hunters pitted against warriors don't usually do well. Okay, they're wearing a bunch of plate. Uh, they can smack you really hard. You get your mail, but hey, compared to plate, it ain't gonna do much against what some of these attacks are. So I'm thinking, all right, uh, uh, my job, though, is to just keep him busy. My job is to entertain this guy so these other guys can run in, draft their bombs, run out. That's our plan. I'm not even gonna do the quest. I'm just there to hang myself out as bait for the good of my guild. We charge. He goes after our warlock. Of course he does. Because a warlock is a level 45 clothy. Of course he goes after the warlock. All right, we're on. By the way, before we started charging in, he was really trying to get me to flag ahead of time. Oh my gosh, he really was. He even sent in this little, there was this little pish level 26 warrior hanging out. Because now all the little lobies are hanging out because they want a piece of the 70 now. This little 26 warrior. I watched this guy, the 70 warrior. I watched him like get on his mount and go hide around the building. And then two seconds later, the 26 warrior comes out and tries to antagonize us to attack. Like, what am I? idiot i'm gonna get flagged for this little pish i don't think so but we run in he goes after the warlock all right now we're on sick the pet on him i love my pet can i just side, side note i love my pet it's a warp stalker get yourself a turquoise warp stalker i love it it's so great it blinks and it goes starts biting them on the ass it was a wonderful sight and i go into mode now of course my job aside from keeping him occupied and trying to keep myself alive is to keep him the hell away from me any hunter knows this you cannot melee don't try it you can it's not to say you can't melee it's just that's really not where the focus of your power is your power is in your ranged weapon bow crossbow gun that's where you do your damage. So my job is to keep him the hell away from me, which I do. I succeed on many levels. I kill him. I was thrilled. It was close, too, because both of our health bars are really getting down there. <laughs> to my chagrin, realize I went into this with no healing potions. <laughs> uh, so I have no healing potions. At this point, they had managed to get a bomb off. They run across the river. This guy goes down. I run across the river with. I've got a health bar of about five, if that. I have no healing potions. I can't bandage myself because, and I appreciate the gesture, one of my very nice guildmates thought they would be very helpful and bandage me. Now, unfortunately, their bandage isn't doing too much for my health. And now I've got the penalty. I've got the 60-second penalty. And my butt is hanging out in the breeze. Now, you may remember I said we got a 65 priest. Yes, we do. Who was so happy and ecstatic and cheerful that I brought the guy down that she was cheering me. And I do appreciate that wholeheartedly. I appreciate that she was cheering and going, yay, that's great. Help. I typed. And this is, I, I usually try to be a lot more polite than this, um, but I was panicking. Because this isn't an NPC, this is presently a pissed off player now who is about to res because you know his graveyard ain't too freaking far away and he's coming back. 
which he did, I'll explain. So I type in big capital letters, EW! And then I typed in, please. Um, like, my butt is in the breeze here. Thank you for cheering me. Now, can you please heal me? I'm I'm about to die. Um, any second would be great. Thank you. And she's in her shadow form, so she gets out of her shadow form. And, of course, this is all take. feels like it's taking forever. Like, tick, tick, tick. I can't see him. I know he's coming back. I know he's going to be back in two... He's going to be back real soon. Here was the beautiful part about this. Couldn't have planned it better. She gets a beautiful heal off. She's a wonderful priest. She's a great healer. She gets a great heal off on me. And I could say probably less than a nano second later, this guy comes up behind me. Wham! Smacks me with whatever that stupid thing, the war, not, well, it's not stupid, but whatever the heck that thing is, I don't know what it is. It's stupid because it was on a night elf, okay? That rush, that charge they do where you start swaying, which of course sends my pet into a frenzy who gets all upset about this. I love it when your pet gets upset when you get hit. Here's probably what I'm gonna say happened from the night elf's point of view. He got back to his body and saw me with my butt hanging out and to help and went, aha, gotcha. You stupid, you're standing there, you're not even healed, nothing. So that's probably what he was thinking. So he came around behind me and was probably about to launch into his charge at the very second our wonderful priest healed me. So as he's running forward, he sees me go from two health to full health. And I think the words, oh, had to have crossed his mind. It had to have just tap dance court. Because you know what? What he didn't do was heal himself up. He did that. You know, when you come back to life, you got some health. And he maybe tried to bandage or something. Because he, was, he wasn't at full health, but he wasn't really low either. He was kind of in the middle. So he probably thought he'd hurry up and get the shot off on me. Because, yeah, with two health, I would have been real easy to down. So this is what he saw. He saw this hunter standing there with no health. Ran, vooj, full health. Needless to say, he went down a second time. We go charging in again. It's like, while he's down, let's go, let's go, let's get this over with. We go running in as they're setting off their, their second bombs, because we only got one off the first time. He comes back for a third round. Take him down a third time. I'm not making this up. They get off the second and third bombs. He came back in the process of four times. I took this guy down four times. Could I believe it? No, I couldn't. I really thought I was in trouble because, let's face it, I mean, warriors are big. They're in plate. They got heavy, nasty weapons that they can swing really well. They, they get in your face. You got a problem. And, of course, the key here was keeping the hell away from me. Four times. After that, he went away. He left after four times with his head in shame, I hope, that a little troll hunter totally cleaned his clock. And, you know, he probably went back to his friends and went, well, yeah, I let her. I guarantee you, though, this was... This is also a prediction. I guarantee you this was a guy behind the keyboard. And why I say that? Because it seems that when a guy is playing a male character or even a female character, they take a PvP situation real seriously. And they especially take it bad when a female player kicks their ass. And they come back and they keep coming back and keep coming back. So he either got called to dinner or he left with his head in shame. I bet you it was the shame part. I also can't figure out how I pulled it off. So either he was a total suck warrior, which is possible, or I just had an incredible stroke of luck. Of course, as I said, we have a fabulous priest. But she was not there standing there healing me the whole time. She was off doing the quest. So before you say, well, yeah, you had a healer, she was busy. <laughs> she did help, though. She, she did heal my butt. But I don't care. It was an alliance. 
You may not believe this story. If you don't, hey, that's okay. Four times. I was so proud. But of course, after all was said and done, it dawned on me. I went, oh, damn, I didn't get his name. <laughs> I didn't get his name. I didn't get his guild. Because I was thinking he was going to totally kick my butt. And would I tell you that? Of course not. I'm not going to sit here and tell you how some night elf kicked my butt. No. That's why it didn't quite go. It didn't, wasn't quite opening material. But it does tie into the whole Hollows End thing because it did involve South Shore and Stink Bombs, which are fun. So I, we hope you are enjoying Hollows End and enjoying the Horseman because I think the Horseman is a blast. I am totally enjoying how they set him up this year. I think that is so cool. And yes, thank you. We did put the idea in their heads. They didn't come up with this months in advance. Oh, no. It was only two weeks ago they came up with this because of us, because of For the Horde Radio. Full credit on this. So we hope you are enjoying Hollow's End. Enjoy it, because it's going to be over in a couple more days, and, and then I don't know what the heck comes next. What comes next? Harvest Festival, and that's not for a few weeks. So we kind of go back to, to the mundane for a while. So we hope you're, you're having a good time, because you should be having a good time. It's a fun game. Enjoy it. Well, we are going to take our first break because I have gone on for a while. And I gotta tell you, I have been waiting weeks, months to play this for you. I have saved this just for this episode, knowing precisely where I was gonna put it in, what episode, this song for this episode. Finally, I've been waiting for weeks. You have probably heard this on other podcasts because everyone thinks this is their brilliant idea that no one else has thought of this. You probably already know what the song is, but we don't care. We are going to play it for you right here, right now. So enjoy as we continue with our creepy motif here on this special For the Horde Radio. In a town in the woods at the top of a hill There's a house where no one lives So you take a big bag of your big city money there And buy it But at night when the house is dark And you're all alone There's a noise upstairs At the top of the stairs There's a door and you take a deep breath and try it And the flashlight shows you something And a feeling you have felt somewhere before And there's a creepy doll That always follows me It's got a ruined eye It's always open And there's a creepy doll That always follows me It's got a pretty mouth Swallow Just a dream In the morning you head into town Cause you wanna go 
just can't sleep, so you make some tea. And the doll disapprovingly asks if you really need that much honey. You decide that you've had enough, and you lock the doll in the wooden box. You put the box in the fireplace next to your bag of big city money. As the smoke fills up your tiny room, there's nothing you can do. Far too late, you see the one inside the box. Jonathan Colton, of course, been saving that. I have been saving that to play for you. That's one of those viral songs, too. You ain't going to get that out of your head anytime soon. (laughs) There's also, uh, if you have seen it, on World of Warcraft Cinema, someone did a video to that song, and they did a nice job, actually. They did. It's very cute. I will post it on the website. Also, I believe on YouTube. Just type in Creepy Doll and you should get it. The only thing is, it's done with majority of Alliance characters. But if you think about it, what other race could you get to play the Creepy Doll? Think about it. There is only one race that can play Creepy Doll. You know it, the Gnome. And now we are going to continue with this haunted episode of For the Horde Radio, and we will now step into the scariest part of our show. Nail-biting scary part. It involves the man, the cow, the water buffalo of doom. Because it is time for... Coming to you from high atop the flight point over that livestock pavilion known as Thunder Bluff, it's the view from the barn with your host, Big V. Big V. Big V. Big V. Big V. Big v. Yes, have a blood elf hunter on a PvP server uh, that I've been uh, kind of futzing around with uh, as of late. I bought an online guide about how to level quickly. Now, it's one of those things that doesn't have a bunch of mods on it. It doesn't have any cheats or anything like that. The guy that wrote it apparently just is a beast, and he went from level zero to level seventy in like four days. Can't play at time. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he was like in four days and some change. I mean, something just really ridiculous. And what he's done is he's gone out and he's called out all the quests that give you the most experience, and he maps out a route for you to take. I mean, really, it's really it's a road map from zero to seventy. I thought, okay, well, I'll I'll sink the cash into this. wasn't wasn't much. I mean, it's not like it had nothing to do with power leveling, goal farming, okay. nothing like that. Absolutely. Absolutely nothing, because I wasn't going to have anything to do with that. But as you know, you can get caught in the Barrens, you know, futz around there forever, and yes. like never get out of there. And those with those gigantic quest chains that just kind of hang out out there. <sighs> 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> that just never end. You think that, you know, you wind up running from one end of the barrens to the other, and it's just dreadful. And you're, I remember um, with my main, I just remember running around the barrens forever just thinking, dear God, get me out of here. By the time you get out of the Barrens, you know, you're, you got two places really to go. You can go to Ashenvale, you can go to Stone Town Mountains, and if you go to Stone Town Mountains, it's just, yeah, it's bad. Your quests are either too high for you to solo, or they're just so ridiculously easy that, you know, why bother? And, you know, the other thing is you can head over to Thousand Needles, which you know, is no picnic. So anyway, I was looking at this thinking, okay, you know, it's really easy to get lost and really kind of e- it was really kind of easy to get discouraged as well because I remember I had an undead warlock when I first started out. I enjoyed playing it, but after a point, I got to um, the sepulcher. I couldn't do anything. I mean, there was no quest that I could that, that I could take on. I was too big of a moron to, you know, type in LFG whatever quest. So, I mean, he wound up getting deleted because I thought, okay, well, hell, I can't go anywhere with this. Then started playing the Alliance, and yeah, it just... We know how that went. Yeah, yeah, we, we'll just take that as read. We hadn't heard me talk about that at all. Mm, no. So anyway, I found this, and I'm not really sure how I came across it, but I looked just at it, and I was a little wary. I thought, okay, well, what if this has someone like leveling service or something like that? Because if I were to buy one gold, now not not that I would, I wouldn't dream of it because it's just wrong, and we know that you know, gold farmers suck, but the people that buy gold just, they should be collectively the target of some seasonal quest. You know, like we put them inside the wicker man, outside of my <laughs> uh, So, anyway, I looked at it, and I was like, you know, if I were, I, I'm the kind of guy that if I bought one gold, you know, that would be the one gold that triggered Blizzard to come, you know, looking. Agents of Blizzard at my door. Taking your computer gold. away, going, you can never yeah, use really. it. Yeah, really. It's like, I just, I just wanted my mount. Come on. <laughs> it's not even an epic mount. Yeah, there's no drums. Of course, if I'd have just stuck with a warlock, you know, I, I would have gotten the coolest mount in the whole game. Anyway, so I looked at this, and when I convinced myself, okay, this is legit, the guy actually videoed himself doing the whole thing. He's got it broken up into sections. I mean, and you are all over the place. I mean, it's really very counterintuitive because you'll go to Stone Talon, and then you'll do a few quests there and then you'll fly back to you know the southern barrens and do a few you know down to camp t and you know do some quests in the southern barrens and then you'll hearth back to camp t and then fly to you know the crossroads and run to ratchet and then fly back to stone town i mean you do a lot of running around but the thing is you're not doing a lot of useless quests so you're getting the most bang for your buck and so far it, the guy's hitting it right on i mean i'm right where i'm supposed to be i mean i'm at i think level 24 after one day and one hour so not, not continuous. No. <laughs> you you oh. didn't sit there 25 hours in front of your uh-uh. machine. <laughs> God, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> now, that kind of brings me to a little aside here. There is, uh, it, it, it's a sad feature, I think, of the game, I think, that the uh, programmers have put in here. And because of this feature, I would say that the programmers are rotten and cruel bastards who do not play the game. Uh, because when you type in slash played and you see the number that comes up, 
And you just sit there for a second and you say, wow, one day of my life that I have spent playing this game. I, that was a day that I wasn't outside. That was a day that I wasn't reading a book. That wasn't. That was a day that I wasn't hanging out with, you know, family, friends, you know, learning how to cook, whatever. <laughs> you know, skilling up in my own life. So I think that's just a little feature of, uh, of irony that some, that some programmer who really just needed a job, I'm going to be the voice of irony here. When you type in slash plate, you will see there is visual proof here that time has had its way with you. Now, I've pretty much decided that once I get this uh, Blood Elf Hunter up to 70, I'm never ever doing the slash plate thing again. I just can't because you know, it's too big of a f- philosophical, metaphysical, etc., etc. thing. Really, it's kind of like, you know, zero to 70 for idiots, and I'm one of those idiots. Uh, I'm... I'm the guy that'll go out and buy the Brady Guide, you know, for the PS2 games because I can't be bothered with playing the game. I just have to win. It's not really. It's not the journey. It's the destination. So anyway, what I've been doing with the, uh, you know, with the game lately, I've uh, I've put my UC hordes sort of on the back burner because eh, this week I just can't get into them. I, I can't run and get the guy the glass of water. I just can't bring myself to do it. You know, big damn ears and those glowing eyes. Um, one well, more time. You knew it would happen. Yeah, I know. I know. I've got to keep one out there. I have to keep one out there because I really want to see how good the Horde is at PvP. I think you're going to have to get up further, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm not even getting PV. No. Crickets and tumbleweeds. Now, the Hunter is a nice change of pace, and more so than uh, the casters that I've tried to do. Because invariably, the casters are wearing cloth armor, which... Let's face it. Somebody looks at somebody looks at you wrong, or uses harsh language, and you're going to take damage. You know, somebody throws one of those snowballs at you; it's going to leave a mark. Like, somebody um, throws a pumpkin head at you; you're in really big trouble. Uh, where do you get the brooms? The rickety brooms um, mm-hmm. from they're a random drop from the pumpkin itself that everyone can oh, loot. Okay. Which I run faster than that broom. It is awesome. It's very unladylike, though. <laughs> that sucker is so unladylike. Wow, I'm just not even going to go there. I mean, is there a time limit on the brooms? Uh, 14-day time limit. And I, they also say you can only have one use, but people have been using them. And I think, because it's kind of, like, mean, only one use, and it's only good for 14 days. It's like, why? Just let the person have it for 14 days. So I think yeah. Blizzard may have done that. People are like reusing them left and right. You're not gonna see people at Christmas time running around in their brooms. I said the C word. (gasps) No, not that C word. The other C word. (laughs) Politically incorrect C word. That's right. It's Winter Vale. Is that a knock at your door? Political police. (laughs) You can't say that. Quick, erase, erase, erase. Delete, Um, delete. Hey, before I forget, I got a shout out. Awesome. Yeah, it's kind of a weak shout-out, but, you know, I'll throw it out there anyway. Um, no shout-out is weak. Uh, you had not heard this one yet. Oh, okay, then. <laughs> I'm running around in the barrens with my, with my blood elf hunter. I'm there at the crossroads because, well, all roads lead to it. I'm just repairing some gear, buying some arrows, and this undead warlock. I notice that this undead warlock is just kind of tagging along. A few steps behind me, jumps up on the forge thing that yeah the big blacksmithing thing that's behind the end there i'm thinking all right i'm a few levels ahead of this guy so he's probably gonna want me to go into wc with him or something and i'm just not doing it 
because I don't want to pick up a sucker fish. Best way to not pick up a sucker fish, I think, is to just not respond. Little antisocial? Sure. But uh, it keeps the remora at bay. He's standing there, and I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting on the purple letters to come across. But no, I see orange. And the the guy's name was Roar, with two R's at the end. Roar cheers at you. Okay, this is just not going to be good. This is going to be bad. I know it. Here it comes. So I thought, okay, I'm taking my pet, and I'm running to Ratchet, the entry point for uh, all alliance into the Barons. Runs along behind me, just waiting for it, and he gives me a buff and goes off toward the fly, the Flymaster. Alright, now, guys, a level 18 Warlock. Of all the buffs that you know of that a Warlock can do, which one do you think would be most useless in the Barons? He gave me unending breath. I almost stopped and started typing. I thought, okay, this is the ploy. This is how he was going to try and suck me in. And I thought, you know what? Rock on for you. Roar from, I think, the Nefarious Guild on the Aegwin server. Thank you for my un- my ten minutes of unending breath, uh, unlimited underwater breathing in the Baron. It's the thought that counts. I'm just not sure what the thought was. <laughs> Warlocks can't really buff a lot of people, especially at that level. I know that. It's like, hey, that's very nice. Thank you for, you know, giving of your mana and giving of your talent. Thank you for the unending breath in the dry and dusty place. I thought, okay, this is great. If I'm going to be swimming through the earth here, this is going to be awesome. Yeah, I, I mean, I suppose, you know, if I get to ratchet fast enough, I mean, I can go for a dip, get all the strangle kelp I want now. Yeah, you're low enough level, man. You you make some money with strangle kelp because you're tired of beating up on the clackers, you know. Clacker. Yes, and one of my one of my greatest hits, you know, the uh, ticky ticky crabs. They are forever known, as you know, as the ticky ticky crabs. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're not just crabs anymore. They are ticky ticky crabs. That's right. You have named a new thing. I have named it, and its name is the ticky ticky crab. I mean, <laughs> damn thing could be a level seventy elite, and it's still going to be a ticky ticky crab. crab. That's its <laughs> official name. Any crabs out there in Azeroth, in Outlands, anywhere, is a ticky ticky crab. We have named it, and we no longer fear it. That which we name, we no longer fear. Anyway, so that's my that's my shout out to uh, Roar. Thank you for the water breathing. The only way it could have been better is if he gave it to me, and like, I don't know. Tenaris. It's the thought that counts. <laughs> I know, I know. And I, I'm the just, warlocks I'm a... don't have a lot of buffs to give people. All their buffs are on themselves. Yeah, and I wanted to get, I wanted to buff him back. I, I can't even make my pet poop for him. Because surely that would be a reagent of some sort. <laughs> of some nature. That's I mean, right. surely some alchemist could use that. That's right. That or um, the rare drop, Tarin's milk. That is a good rare one. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> but you gotta get it yourself. Yeah, exactly. You, can't, you gotta be careful which tarn you get it from, too, I guess. So let me see. Got my shout out. After a fashion, I'm finding that uh, my hunter, you know, the PvP is, uh, I've gotten killed twice. Yeah, and both in Ashen Vale, both by freaking night elves. But you can't go figure. I was running out of Splinter Tree. If somebody's running towards you, and you're running towards them, you don't have a whole lot of time. It's all, it's like, bam. And I run past them, and there's two of them. One of them is, like, question marks, and the other one is, like, a 29. 
and I'm a 22 at the time. And I stopped for a second, and I thought, ooh, you need to go. Because they ran past me, and I ran past them, and it positioned the camera to look behind me. I saw him go into uh, into wolf, into whatever wolf form. He was coming to get me. It was like watching the cops come after you. And when I saw him, I, I targeted him, and I just I sent a pet after him. And I stopped Hunter's Mark and just started shooting. I was like, you know what, I'm doomed. Yeah, I died. Then I got up to that, you know, it was that, uh, it's that elf stronghold right there on the lake. Yep. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a split in the road. Right, I was running along there, and some night elf rogue came out of stealth. And the thing too is, I had some lag. He said they, they said something to me, and it looked like which probably meant die. Got the whole blood elf hunter thing going on out there. Now, let me just throw this one out here for you. Let's talk about character nudity for a minute. There's really not any nudity, but let's face it, you can get your characters pretty scantily clothed. Strip Tauren down, and that's a frightening thing. Now, I say this because I've got a bank character, and uh, he's a, you know what his name is, a druid, and I just got tired of playing him, tired of being a jack of all trades and really a master of none. They're good, you know, you put him in the bear form, he's great. Uh, he's a great tank, but he's not a warrior. Anyway, so I've got him hanging out at Thunder Bluff, you know, by the uh, mailbox. I pretty much stripped him of everything, sold it, and sent the gold over to the main. He's got a little bit of armor, in case I ever really want to start him back up. He's just standing there, and whenever I log on, he's just standing there by the mailbox. I, had, I, I logged on to uh, clean up the mail with him the other day. Somebody, I, and I can't, I cannot remember the name, I cannot remember the race, but I think they were Tarn as well. Not even whispering, they saying out loud. Would you please put some clothes on? I didn't say anything. And he ran away. Came back up and he said, I'll give you 25 spice bread if you'll put some pants on. And then he said, pulls. Oh, no. <laughs> it was at that point that I started dancing. And he eventually ran away. You should try that on Alliance. Get a bunch <laughs> of naked taurins out there dancing. That was scary. Yeah, exactly. You know, we'll divest ourselves of our uh, yodel outfits. and uh... So that leads me to the question. Which naked character is the most disturbing? I know the undead is undead are pretty creepy. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, they have no flesh, but <laughs> all about the bones. Yeah, I, mean, I think I think that's one for our uh, for our listeners here. Which is the most disturbing naked character? And if you could provide picture proof, it'd be better. Yeah, absolutely. Strip it off and take a print screenshot. <laughs> If I were smart enough, if I were smart enough to do that with my computer, I'd uh, I'd do it with Big V, but no. I can't. Conveniently, can't take a screenshot. That's right. <laughs> and that was our special scary version of View from the Barn with Big V. Okay, it wasn't that scary. Well, if you think about night elves and gnomes, it's a little scary if you think about that. I mean, listen to the music. I think that pretty much sets the tone, don't you? When you're watching a movie, the scary music comes up. Hey, it just says it all, doesn't it? So, yes, we will say that was our scary Hollow's End version of View from the Barn. And we thank Big V again for doing that for us. Anyway, guilds. We are going to talk about guilds. 
Why are we going to talk about guilds? You know why? Because we're going to. We're going to talk about guilds because I had a unique experience, actually. I had a very unique experience not that long ago. I will tell you about it. During Brewfest, in fact, when the servers were wreaking havoc and I couldn't get on mine, I kind of went, it, for some reason, wouldn't let me on my server. It's not me. Can I get on other servers? So I was trying servers that I had characters on and what I started doing was of course cleaning out these you know thousands of other characters I had made that I got to level five and then went eh, I'm bored I stumbled upon I, I went to my old server my old server my first server I stepped in to my old server under this alt character that I, I didn't play that wholeheartedly there this was where my main was from there was a reason why specific reason why I went in and it was to just look around and see if my my old guild still existed. What I found was, yeah, they do, and they have four people in it. Four level 40s left. This was a guild of anywhere from, I think, 180 to 200 people at its prime. And I think I know why it went down to four people. Guild leaders. Guild leaders with a problem. See, let me give you a little background on, on how this all came about. We had a guild leader, this particular, this huge guild had a guild leader with a god complex. A little pish with a god complex. You have to have run into them. They, you have to. This game is too big to not have run into at least one of these people who have a huge guild and get then a god complex. Part of the reason I left this server, well first let me tell you a little background first. Let me tell you how I came to be part of this very large guild. Because for a very long time I wasn't part of any guild. I joined my first guild when I was like level 14 because someone asked. Someone said, hey, you want to join our guild? And and they seemed to be in the RP. It was an RP server. And I'm into RP. I went, all right. And we RP'd, I think, for five minutes. And that was the end of that. And then nobody spoke. Nobody said anything. Nobody helped. I left. And I stayed guildless, completely guildless, until I hit 60. After I had hit 60, and I was 60 for a while, and I kind of kept one ear out for guilds, but I really didn't actively look for anything. I hear a call go out for this guild, this one particular guild. The, their pitch was nice. It wasn't like, join my guild. So he had an interesting pitch and I whispered to him and I said, you got my, you have my attention. Talk to me. Talk, you know, it's like, is this hardcore? Cause I'm not in every night. Basically what it was, was I was looking to do end game. I had reached a point in my life where, you know what? I want to start getting into end game, but I'm not hardcore. I can only come on, you know, a couple hours a night, if that. Sometimes I can't come on at all. You know, my weekends are limited. I, I'm into, you know, I want to do it, but uh, I'm not, you know, some of these guilds can be really nuts. And no, he seemed really laid back. And he was. He was a very cool guy. This particular guild was not huge. It was about maybe 50, 60 uh, tops people, which for an end game is not really big, as a lot of you know. And at any given point, maybe 20 to 30 people were on at that point. Usually, not completely around the clock, but pretty much you'd always have somebody on. And on average, it was about 20 people on at any given time. But trying to do end game with 20 people, you can't do too much. Well, I mean, now you can, but back in the old days, my old days, back, 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 way back, you couldn't. You know, you could do ZG, you could do AQ20, you couldn't tackle Molten Core, you couldn't tackle Ani, you couldn't do any of that. You could do Ubers, ooh. You couldn't do too much, but 
it was still okay. Because you know what? They weren't hardcore. I mean, they knew the drill. They knew what they were doing. Whenever we went in as a group on a raid, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. You'd be on the vent laughing your ass off while you're getting your ass kicked. It was very easygoing, very relaxed. If we wiped, we wiped. I mean, sometimes if we wiped, like, continuously at the same spot, then it would be like, all right, come on, guys, you know, we're not focusing. Let's get serious here. Let's kind of focus a little and, and get this guy. But otherwise, you know, it was never a problem. It was kind of the guild you want. I don't know. Maybe some people don't. I do. That was a guild I wanted. I wanted relaxed. I wanted recognition. Well, maybe recognition is the wrong word, but acknowledgement of contributing to the guild in resources, money, time, effort. A thank you, as I've said in the past, goes a really long way with me. And saying, oh, you know, you contributed all this, you know, you donated all this stuff, oh, you found this, thank you. That's all you needed. Oh, you helped this bunch of people with their quests, they're trying to get keyed for whatever, thank you. That was nice, and it was very relaxed, but again, our problem was... We didn't have a lot of people on. It was usually, you know, a lot of the times, actually, it was a problem trying to get enough people on just to do the 20-mans. So what was happening was, at that time, there was another larger guild who many people in our guild knew those people, including our guild leader knew their guild leader. And the two guild leaders got together and said, say, we combine our guilds, we'll have a big guild. We'll have more than enough people to go and do endgame, the big stuff, the molten cores, the Ani. We'll, we'll have enough. We merged. We merged with this other guild. And yes, we had, like I said, 200 people. Not all on at the same time, but at any given point, you had at least, at very least, 40 to 50 people on around the clock. Not the same people, just due to people's work schedule, people's school schedule, where they lived. You know, some were overseas. They were in England. They were in Australia. They were in Brazil. So at any given point, there were at least 40 people on. At any given, any time you walked in, you had a full group of people there. And then what happened? This may be sounding like kind of a familiar story to some of you. Maybe not. Maybe you've never had this happen, but I, I'm kind of betting. I think this has happened to a lot more people out there. What started happening was we did have enough people to do endgame, big endgame, but only, let us call the old guild, the original one I was with, and the new guild the one we joined. I'm not going to tell you names. I will not name names of this guild, and nor will I name names of kid with a god mode, just because I'm not going to do that. I won't do that. I don't even think he's in-game, because when I did go on my alt and check it out and saw four people, <laughs> that's it, four, he no longer showed up on the, quote, friends, unquote, list for this. He didn't show up. He was gone. This person is no longer here. So he either moved, either, like, upped and moved to another server, or people just got tired of his crap and broke off and he just left game. I don't know which. We began raids, and it was when you have so many people, you have to set up the DKP system, which was already in place. Gotta have a DKP system. For those of you who don't know what the hell that stands for, and took me forever to find it out too, DKP stands for Dragon Kill Points. 
Don't ask me why. Don't ask me how it originated. I don't know. I just know that's what it stands for. And essentially, it is a point system for such a huge guild that when you start doing raids, it's pretty much a great way to keep everyone fair. That's the key point to it. It's to keep everything fair. You know, somebody who just joins a guild versus a veteran of that guild, guess who's going to get the item? The person with the more points. And you work up. You go on the raid. You work up. You gain your points that way. It's a good system. I do approve of the DK. We here at For the Horde Radio approve of the DKP system. Thank you for this public announcement. But anyway, it's a good system. And he had, you know, calendars where you had to put ahead of time, weeks in advance. They knew exactly what day they were going, where they were hitting. They had a schedule. On Friday, we're doing ZG. On Saturday, we're doing Molten Core. On Sunday, we're doing... And you signed up. You could sign up a month ahead of time. Two months, if you really felt like it. If you just figured, no, I ain't doing anything that weekend. You could sign up ahead of time. And it was kind of sort of enforced where, look, hey, you ain't on the list. You ain't going. We got a lot of other people here who were on the list who did show up. You didn't. You're not coming. But what started happening systematically, people from the old guild started getting a little shunned, shall we say. We were shunned. However, there were certain classes and professions which were not. Priests who came over were regarded very well. Any enchanters and alchemists who came over, regardless of their class, were taken care of. The rest of us could go to hell. It wasn't. This kid would make a great politician because he never did it outright. was never outright. He essentially would do this little annoying stuff until you got so fed up, you left. Now, how familiar is this sounding to you? Again, if you've never had the situation, that's great. That's wonderful. If you've never had to deal with someone like this, be thankful. And it, it was stupid stuff. It was deliberately not counting your DKP for this particular run. It was having a fit because something went wrong. And everyone's getting minus 10 DKP. We are not at this moment. We will refrain from going into 50 DKP minus. You know what that is. And if you don't, go look it up because <laughs> it's great. It would be, you know, everyone. That was horrible. That was bad. You're all losing DKP. But only certain people lost DKP. It was things like that. It was you signed up for a raid weeks in advance and there was you were before all these other people you were first on the list and it was oh sorry we don't have room or some other excuse this went on a lot i deliberately seeing this i am watching my other old guildies fall off one by one and anyone who challenged this kid openly who went to his face and said yo hey guess who suddenly was kicked out this one, including, by the way, our old guild leader. He got booted. He got booted from the guild. I kind of clung on, one, because I wanted to do endgame. Two, also just on principle. Like, no, I, I see what you're doing. I'm going to be a tick on you. I'm going to give you no reason whatsoever. I could easily mouth off on you. But it's real hard to kick somebody out. I mean, it's not that hard. Some people will do it. it it's a little harder, though, <laughs> to kick somebody out when other people in the guild like them. And they're not doing anything wrong. You, it's like, what justification do you have to this person now that you can't... What, how am I going to kick him out? However, my, my, my tanks got full when we hit the last expansion. And this god mode kid pretty much said, well, everyone get the expansion. 
Like, well, of course everyone's getting the expansion. Of course, we're all 60. We want to do the expansion. But it became hurry up and level. Getting good with all these new factions. You can't start a new character before you're 70. And then you can't before you're exalted with all these factions. Like, excuse me, who is paying the bill? If this is out of my pocket, not yours, what do you... Huh? And by this point, I had kind of reached saturation with WoW in general. You do reach. It does happen. You kind of get to a point where it's like, you know what? I need a break. So uh, three days after I got the expansion, I kind of went, nah, I need a break. I'm leaving. Bye. And I took like a four-month sabbatical. It is very healthy to walk away from WoW for a time, actually. It, it does. Because when you come back to it, it, you're really gung-ho to play again. It, it, it's a nice kind of break, and then you come back and go, ooh, I want to play again. It, it becomes fun again, because it does reach a point of just tedium. When I came back, I had been booted out, of course, and that's fine. Left the server and came to the server I'm on now, because friends, old friends of mine had started a guild. This is our little cute wee guild. And I went, hey, and came over and joined that guild. And yeah, we're small, but you know what? We do runs. We have a blast. We have a good time. And to me, that's what a guild should be. It should be having a good time. It shouldn't be this this hardcore thing. You, you shouldn't be stressed out playing a game. You should not like be stressing on this. It happens. You wipe the group wipes every. You know, it happens. People make mistakes. Come on. So that is just uh, my little story, and it was very interesting to go back and see that from 200 plus people, four people were in this guild and they were all in their 40s. So it's either the original crew who initially started it, who just all started alts. But it did make me smile, I gotta admit. It made me smile to see that you have fallen. And I just hope they kick this kid. They, I just, I, I kind of would have liked to have seen the end of this in a sick, twisted way. <laughs> would have liked to have seen this kind of fall on its face because it was very much deserved. I'm sure you've had those situations that you may be going through one right now. You could very well be going through a situation with your present guild right now in a very similar situation where you go, oh my God, that's what's happening to me. And I don't know what to tell you. My solution, uh, Dorian's high was, hey, I'm, it's my game. I pay for it every month. I'm just going to have as much fun as I can. And there were some very cool people in my guild. Very, very cool people who... I enjoyed their company. There was, of course, as a little pack of hunters, the neglected hunters. We were so unloved. I won't go too much into the hunter deal because I did mention it. We're going to talk about this in a lot more length, but just classes in general and how I think all of us feel that our class is the most unloved class ever. Nobody loves our class. Everyone hates us. Well, I got to tell you, everyone really hates hunters. And I kind of know why, because people play hunters and think it's an easy class. And it can be if you're not playing it well. If you're just kind of winging it and, and don't know how to use your pet and don't know how to pull and don't know how to watch your aggro and do all of this. When you go into a group, you're going to screw it up. And that's why nobody wants hunters in their damn group. And it's very frustrating for us hunters. But our little pack of hunters would sit there and bitch at everyone else quietly in our own little chat channel. The best part, I will sidetrack slightly, the best part happened, I know how neglected us we hunters are, when, I mean, we fought him so many times and I forgot his name. I'm terrible with names, especially the names in World of Warcraft, because they're so bizarre. It's the big dog in Molten Core. 
that does that rage that the hunters have to trank shot them. Magda, nor Magda, I I cannot remember. It's the big flaming lava dog that you got to take down. One of the bosses, I think he's after Lucy. I think he is. I think he's right after Lucy. And you got to trank shot him. Well, four hunters, no healer touched us. Not a one. We had healers in our group. Were they paying attention to us? No! They were paying attention to the clothies. I understand the clothies need love too, but so do we. Granted, we're in mail, but we're not indestructible here. Hello! All four hunters died because we weren't getting heals, and that was just the end of it. We, we died. You know, running around only helps so much, and trying to bandage yourself only helps so much. So they call out for a trank shot. Guess what? All four of us are down. Like, <laughs> yeah, huh? Funny thing, that. Hmm. Well, we really can't trank shot because we're dead! And we just sat there snickering as they had a really hard time. They did take him down, but boy, did they have a hell of a time taking him down after we all croaked and we just sat back and snickered naturally it was our fault when all was said and done by this lunatic guild leader it was our fault how dare you let yourself die oh i'm sorry i didn't notice that wall of flames surrounding me my bad but anyway that is just a little gripe i got with with some guilds if you're recognizing this pattern and you're the guild leader stop it please it's supposed to be fun take it easy you know, there, there's a way to quote manage unquote people you've heard you know i'm gonna start my own guild i wouldn't it's too much damn trouble i don't have time like that because if you're gonna run a successful guild you need to put the time into it. If you're going to have a huge endgame guild, you must put a lot of time into it. It does not become self-sustaining right away. It takes a little time for that to happen because you always have to keep one eye on it. You always are going to have to keep one eye on what's going on because you're always going to have people at, you know, nitpicking at each other. Not everyone's going to get along, that sort of thing. So it really takes a lot of energy and effort, and I don't have time for that. I don't want to be in charge. I just want to do endgame. That's all I want to do. <laughs> I just want to go check out this endgame stuff because I think it, it looks really cool. It looks abundantly cool, and I, I really can't wait to go and investigate it further. But yeah, if you're, you're running into that and you're the guild leader, relax, please. Relax, chill, breathe. It's supposed to be a game. It's supposed to be fun. If people aren't laughing and having a good time in whatever vent or Skype channel you're using, then it ain't working because you should be having a good time in there as well as in game. And that was one thing I desperately missed with my old guild was that fun. Try to keep it relaxed, guys. Try to remember, it's all pixels! And you may be sitting here thinking, well, gee, that, that wasn't really Hollow's Endy. That was just Auntie Ed going on about her old guild. What What's so, so scary about that? You know what's scary about that? I lived through it. That's what's so scary about it. And if you're living through it, you know it's scary, okay? Actually, it's not scary. Just annoying. But now we are going to take our second break, and we have a real interesting song for you. It's a little different. It is keeping with our Hollow's End theme that we're trying to have here. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Thank you. 
That was so interesting. And that was Bee Horror by Frustrating Dogs. Little uh, bizarre tune there for you here at For the Horde Radio. This has nothing to do with World of Warcraft, but I have to share this with you. I have to share this moment with you. During this recording of For the Horde Radio, taking a, a small break in between all the recording and editing and everything, and of course, all over television now, due to the time of year there's nothing but horror stuff on tons of horror stuff on every channel you look any time of the day tons of horror movies behind the scenes all of that one of the things they air every year which i personally kind of think is neat to just watch they do one of those you know hundred scariest movie moments five even scarier movie moments they do all of those so i happen to be watching this just to kind of well i would say relax but you don't really relax when you're watching that sort of thing but it's interesting what i like about it is you got a lot of behind the scenes and whatnot anyway that ends the credits are rolling thank you for watching this the credits are rolling and of course nowadays i'm sure you know television uh you know the credits aren't even rolling and they're already starting the next program and i see this appear across the screen leprechauns four now that wasn't bad enough if that was not bad enough here is the worst part in space i don't know what is the most frightening part about that that whole sentence the fact that there is a movie out called leprechauns the fact that this is the fourth time they've done it or the fact that they have it in space. I just had to laugh, and I sat there, and half of me said, uh, one side, I, I want to watch this because I want to see how god-awful it is, and the other side of me said, you know what? I don't want to waste another second of my life watching this. So I didn't. But uh, if you've ever seen it, I'd be curious to know what the heck happened. That just... <laughs> Oh, I, I just had to share that little uh, sidetrack there, that little side note with you, because I found just the title alone very amusing. Anyway, now we are getting into our... This is big. This We, we need a, a little alarm here, but I don't have one, so I'll just make one. Okay, there we go. This is our big news. We got big news here at For the Horde Radio. You ready? This is, this is big. This is cool. We at For the Horde Radio have a hotline. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We have a hotline. We have a call-in number. Now, a couple of things I'm going to tell you about this call-in number. First thing is, it's out of state, I'm going to guess, for a lot of you. It is in Seattle, Washington. For those of you who do not live in Seattle, Washington, it is a toll call. No, we cannot afford an 800 number here. If I could, you'd see me on 
Oprah. Okay, but I'm not, so we cannot afford an 800 number here at For the Horde Radio. We are a wee podcast, but we do have a call at line. So just first warning, if you're going to be calling into this number, pretty sure this is going to be a toll call for you. So I'll give you the number in a minute. I'll give it to you in a minute. But uh, just wanna, I just want to be upfront with you. I want to tell you exactly what the deal is. Yes, it's a toll call. I don't recommend you call this number and leave a, a very long story. We want to hear from you. If you have like a long story, please. Please send us an email at fthradio at gmail.com. You know what else I didn't mention? Oh, this is terrible of me. Big V has an email himself. And I forgot to mention that at the end of his show, at his, his segment. Oh, my mistake. His email is biggestv at gmail.com. Both of these you can find on our website at, I'm just giving you all the information here, at www.forthehorderadio.com. But now for the phone number. Phone number is long distance for everybody, I think, except if you live in Seattle, Washington. So I don't recommend you, if you're going to call up, please don't get a thousand, you know, not that it would be a thousand dollar phone bill, but I, 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 would, I feel bad if people got a huge, giant phone call thing. You got a really long story that involves a lot, please Please send us an email because, yes, we definitely want to hear about it. This is why we got the line. Because there are times, there are times when you're playing WoW and something happens. And a lion shows up and does something. And you go, oh, oh. And you don't think, take down the name. You don't think to get his guild down. But you know what? You got a phone right there while you're playing. You know, obviously, in the middle of all this happening, you're not going to stop what you're doing and go, all right, Auntie, add an email. I understand this. However, if you're out playing and an alliance sneaks up and does whatever the alliance will do, or something happens, that you go, oh, I've got to, I've, I've got to say something about this. Just pick up the phone and leave a quick message. Just say, hey, Annie Ed, guess what? This night elf rogue, we seem to pick on night elf rogues, don't we? Okay, let's pick on something else. This human mage came over here. I was on my quest boss, and he took my quest boss. I cleared the path. I was just about to down the boss. This human mage comes over here and takes him from me. His name is Inka Dinka Doo from the We Suck Alliance Guild on the such and such server. Click hang up after that. Leave us a quick message. Here's the other cool thing about this. This is the other. This is the really cool thing. This is why we got it. When you call in, it's not like I'm just gonna read out your phone call on them because then of course it'd be well, why do that? No, this is a little better. We're not just going to read your phone message out on our show. We're going to play it because this phone number will provide, will, will, when you call in, turns your message into a WAV file, which I can put up on the air. So you pretty much, you tell the story yourself in your own voice. Keeping this in mind, if you use the uh, extreme harsh language, we will have no choice but to bleep you out. Otherwise, these will remain untouched. Well, that, and if you got a lot of long pauses in between. Some people have that. Some people, I know I get that too. You, you leave a message and you, you can't, you're trying to think of what to say. And in the meantime, you got a lot of, um, uh, um, um. So if, that, if we get a lot of those, yeah, we may take those out on you. But otherwise, the, the message you leave will stay unchanged. We will play it as is on our next show. Here is the number. Are you ready? Again, this will be up on the website. But pen and paper, here we go. Phone number four for the Horde Radio hotline is area code 206-888-3161.
3-0. Is that not a great number? I totally lucked out when I got that. Oh my goodness. I was so, I love it. It's so cool. It's an easy phone number to remember. I'm bad with phone numbers. If it doesn't have multiple numbers like this in there, I'll forget it in a heartbeat. So again, 206-888-3130 is the official For the Horde radio hotline. You want to make a quick call to us or even if you want to call up and say, hey, hi, I listened to the show. I got a shout out. My bud just ding 70. Whoop, shout out to so-and-so. Click. Cool. That'd be great. We'd love to hear from you either way. Either give us a call, send us an email. We want to hear from you. So that is our big news here at For the Horde Radio. And now from that, we go into shout outs. Shout outs. Shout outs. I get all happy about shout outs because I love hearing about cool things and stuff that goes on and cool people that deserve shout outs. I actually am starting out with a shout-out of my own. I have a shout-out I want to give to someone. This is a shout-out I am giving to CD slash C. Not the control for disease center. No, not that. Uh, The name is CD slash C. This is given to, you know who you are, for the great review you left on iTunes. Thank you so much. You warm the cockles here at For the Horde Radio with that. We so appreciate it. Thank you for taking the time to do that. You know who you are out there, and we thank you very much. I thank you very much for doing that. That was awesome. But that's not the only shout-out we have. We have a great shout-out and a a complaint. We have a shout-out and a complaint all from one person. This is great. First, the shout-out part. This is from Troll Sky from the Blade Fist server. And he'd like to give a shout-out. He'd like to thank Darko Goth for his shout-out on our last show. And he says... Uh, I'd first like to thank Darko Goth for the shout-out. I am there. Just give me a call. So, Darko Goth, now you get the shout-out from Trolls Guy. Very cool. We got shout-outs going. Look at this. Cross-guild shout-outs. This is awesome. But now, we have got to get to... He's got a complaint. Let us listen. Actually, I shouldn't just jump to that. I say he... I don't know. She? Troll Sky has a complaint. There we are. (laughs) Troll Sky has a situation, but we're going to read it out here for you. The email says, I love the show. I think it's amazing. And since I've listened, I've sort of become more honorable when dealing with Alliance. And I've got some bows and applauds, but Horde still rules. Yes, it does. But I love that you've become more honorable to the Alliance. That's great. That you show them why you are Horde and you take it that one step further. That's awesome. Good for you. But now we get into the meat here. However, I have a big complaint with the Horde. I'm a fan of the auction house and it's recently been a growing problem. Undercutters. I'm trying to sell thick leathers, but I, along with other thick leather salespersons, have to compete with people that price their stuff lower than my buyout. I just want to suggest if everyone's selling their stuff for three gold, then by all means, sell it for three gold and not 
two gold and 90 silver because then the next guy comes along and decides to sell for two gold and 80 silver and so on and so forth that doesn't mean go out and sell coarse stones for five gold either those people know who they are i like the auction house and all but sometimes things get a little out of hand in that department anyway i love the show again avid supporter and a big fan best wishes for this wonderful podcast we thank you for that thank you so much drill sky but now let's get into his gripe here i know exactly what you're trying to say i'm a i'm a skinner too so i know exactly what you mean about the leather thing it just it's like stairs it just keeps going down and it goes down by a little bit it doesn't just like go down it really like this little trickle effect not sure it's kind of a catch 22 a little bit as far as that goes because i think everyone at some point is a little guilty of undercutting in that fashion where you see a lot of people selling it for the same and you just go that one step under because hey we all want to sell our stuff we all want to make money in some way shape or form we're trying to do it the legitimate and honest way by using the auction house and dealing with the other players in the game but it just seems really frustrating it's really frustrating at times trying to do this because yes undercutters i've seen it so bad i've seen undercutters do this they'll sell it they'll put up an item any something for however much and it's really low it's so low that you say i can't even put my stuff up i can't compete with that i'm not selling it for that low but i can't compete if you go to the vendor the vendors will give you more money than they're asking for on the auction house which to me makes absolutely no sense if you're trying to make money doing this if you've taken the time to put it up if you've spent the amount to put it up in the first place because not costs money just to put it up why would you put it up for less than you'll get from the vendor that part i never understood but i know what you mean the the stare effect going down okay mine's three gold well mine's 290 well mine's 280 well mine it just keeps going so yes charles guy asked can we all please just kind of keep it even because that way everyone wins everyone sells their stuff it's got you gotta stick together but yeah there is also the flip side where it's too much you got these really greedy people out there because that's usually when i'll end up undercutting and i won't do it because i i don't want to do the stupid you know buy five copper nonsense but what i what you do is you go up in the auction house you're going to put up let's say 20 thick leathers and someone is selling 20 thick leathers for 20 gold and they're the only game in town at the moment like well <laughs> however much i would love 20 gold for these that's not fair that's not a fair price i don't you know, no one in their right mind is gonna buy that no one so yes at that point i will go up and put my 20 thick leathers up for three gold or whatever what i think is a fair price what i feel for based on doing this several times what i think is fair i look at the item and say what would i spend for that and that's what i kind of base it on so that's kind of your own kind of just rule of thumb i would suggest to you there troll sky just kind of stick with your own rule of thumb and do the best you can but we troll sky asks everyone please try to keep it even stop trying to get your sale in at the cost of 10 silver please i know this probably won't do much good some people go hey i'm gonna sell what i can hey free enterprise here we can sell it for what we want true you can but we're all in the same game here we're all trying to <laughs> i almost said we're all trying to make a living but we're really not <laughs> and if we are that's pretty scary everyone's just trying to make money for their character though please everyone try to keep it the same try to keep it the same this way everyone wins everyone gets the same cost for their items and we're all happy if you agree or disagree please let us know and again i'm going to repeat our email address 
and our new hotline. If you agree or disagree with uh, Troll Sky, hey, let us know. Email address is fthradio at gmail.com or our new phone line, 206-888-3130. Yes, I'm going to keep repeating that. We're very happy we have a call in line. So thank you, Troll Sky, so much for bringing up your idea and for your shout out. And we thank you. And, and of course, the most important thing for your great, kind words and your encouragement. We love that. Thank you so much for sending that in. Well, that about wraps up this episode of For the Horde Radio. You know, this was supposed to be our Hollow's End, and we did discuss Hollow's End a little bit. But you know what? That's didn't really... The last kind of half of the show wasn't terribly scary. So you know what? I'm going to leave you with some, some scary thoughts here. I want you to think about these things. things. These things should make you shudder. Shudder. Think about this. Very soon, Blizzard will come out with a new expansion. This means there will be 10 more levels to go through before you cap. If that doesn't scare you, think about all the XP each level will require. If that doesn't scare you, think about the fact that every quest you get to go from 70 to 80 won't be on ThoughtBot. Because it's new and no one has written any notes about it. You're on your own. But if you want to hear something really scary, want to hear something really, really scary? No. In two weeks, there will be an insane troll woman doing another hair-raising, teeth-chattering, skin-crawling episode of Okay, well, we're going to deal with freaking reverb. Um. <laughs> I was just going to say this idiot. I did say idiot, didn't I? You did. Um, okay. This idiot. What? I was there. I was a 70. I shot at him. He went down. Thanks. Helen, bring fruit. And that was something. What was that? Can you believe that people actually are, like, waiting to hear what we have to say? The outtakes just keep on coming. Yeah, that's right. <laughs>